The following conversation, subject matter, and overall podcast series features individuals who could be considered by many to be too outspoken, too vulnerable, too taboo, too loud, and or too obsessed. Welcome to This Is Too Much with Andrea Londo. And I think, uh, I mean, we're... We're gonna. I mean, I don't know how, like, how to segue into this necessarily, or like which sub, which subject. But like, I did want to talk about two things as well. That is, um, I mean, all of these things that we talked about, but also, um, I'm thinking, <laughs> so I'm being slow. But like, I wanna, I wanna talk about like safety mm-hmm. and uh, what you can rely on your manager for. So like, when I'm hearing you talk about like you can be as open as you want, it's like. What kind of relationship do you have with your manager and why? And what are you um, not necessarily just expecting to get from that, but what you should get from it? And I feel like safety, like we have to talk about that because I think in my experience, um, I've only ever had two managers. And I, I feel like I feel a couple things because you were saying something earlier too about like how when you're a young actor you're scared sometimes to like have a different opinion. And I think in my, I'm very adamant about this and very passionate is that it's like, it's a partnership, but you're never in debt also to your manager. Like I, like, I think you should have respect. I think this is like a very tricky conversation to have because obviously then there's also things like ego. Like if you book a big show and then you think, Oh, I'm going to drop my manager now because I'm going to go to this bigger management that could backfire on you. That's not always the best thing that you could do. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm not saying you don't owe anything to your manager in that way of like, ah, yeah, drop your manager and move on. Like, no, but, but I think sometimes, at least this was my experience. I almost felt like there was this like, there was this sense that um, and maybe I couldn't say anything because this person helped me, for right, example. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think when I actually, after many years, took a step back, I was like, well, actually, there was a lot of elements about this relationship that were not prioritizing my safety and that um, were prioritizing the job, which in other words is like more or less prioritizing money. And I think as an actor, you really need to watch out for that because that is not cool. Like, if you are uncomfortable in a job, if you are, uh, like, I once had something happen, like, on set, like, just something that shouldn't have happened, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like when I raised a concern about it, it was like, yeah, you know, this shouldn't have happened, but, you know, we're not going to say anything. And this was before the Me Too movement, and mm-hmm. it wasn't anything, like, that serious. Like, I don't want this to be, this podcast to be, like, scandalous or anything like yeah. that. Just something that made me uncomfortable. Um, and, like, that... For example, was something like when you said to me, like, I want to ask you how you interviewed managers. I now brought that up with every single manager that I sat down with for maybe potentially signing. I was like, if this happens, what would you do? Because that is now at the forefront of my mind. Like, yes, I want to make money and I'm happy to give you your commission because you've earned it and you deserve it. And we both work really hard. But I'm not going to give you your, I'm not going to make sure that you get your commission over my comfortability. Yeah, look, and I, and I think, again, it comes down to choosing the right partner, right? It's it's like any relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to choose the person that fits with you, that has same value, similar values, yeah. that, all that type of stuff. 
and, and it's important to be upfront in what you want and what you're looking for and like how you like said that as well and how they react to certain questions. Like it is important. It's important that you don't, especially as an actor, let's say you're, even if you're starting out, that you don't go too desperate. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cases, especially in this industry, where there's people that are desperate and there's people that will take advantage of desperate people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that, that, you know, it's every industry, obviously, but even more in entertainment just because of certain type of people that are attracted to it sometimes. You know what I mean? So there, there's a lot of that. And I've heard really bad stories as well, even about reps, you know what I mean? And, and verbal abuse and things like that. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and, that, and, and I've heard a lot about that. And I think it starts with knowing what you expect and deserve in a relationship as a person. And that's what I mean with don't be so desperate that everything's only about your career. Yeah. If you're only about succeeding, no matter what the cost, then that's what you're going to get back. Then there is going to be a cost. There's gonna, <laughs> there's gonna, yeah, there's going to be a cost. Like there will be. Because if, if you don't care about anything like that, what type of person it is. And you're, let's say you're, you're looking for an agent or a manager, let's mm-hmm. say. And you're just looking for the most prestigious person that there is. Yeah. And you're not looking at anything else. Then Yeah, then you have a danger that you could get someone that isn't good for you as a person. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then you could have situations like safety situations or whatever. There's a lot of things. So like, like yes, you want someone that's good at their job, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You want someone that can get you your opportunities that you want, that you can build a partnership with, build a career with, yeah. that type of thing. But you also want to make sure it's a person that you can trust, that you can talk to, and, you know, that has hopefully values and morals you know what i mean yeah that is important i think that last part is usually not a priority for most people well the thing is though the thing is though like when i'm hearing you like when i got in my my first manager i think i was i think i was 20 i don't think i was 19 i think i was 20 or 21 i think i might have been almost i was about to turn 21 um and yeah i was looking for like professionalism and a lot of things i think but at the same time, you don't know yourself that well at that age. And I didn't have like my mom or my dad like by my side where I was like, I, I kept wanting to be an actress very much to myself. And I did have like a very professional first manager and all these things. But I, I did, it took me a very long time to realize in what scenarios the things that I, like it was almost like I was sometimes encouraged to play with the fire because it was beneficial to both of us. In, in the career forwarding way. Yeah, plus for you that like, was like eight, eight, eight years ago or whatever. So it's like also a different time. It's a different time, but now. I don't think like, I don't think my point is that it's a different time. I think it's more so that whenever you realize that that is, this, that, that is the case, mm-hmm. you also don't, that's what I mean about you don't owe someone something. It's like if you take account of what your relationship has been like and you're also struggling, which was my case, with landing on the same page of what is getting thrown at you and why and what auditions and you know what I mean like when things are just not working out and you also just in general have realized that for a really long time things haven't been working out for you you can try your best and respectfully you know relay that to whoever's representing you and then go your separate ways but I think you don't owe that person the rest of your career it's okay if they don't understand it's also like like what you're saying about desperation, I think as an actor, 
I was really surprised. I was really scared to to venture off for my first manager. It was a it was a big deal. I was like, oh, what if you know nobody else wants me? Yeah. <laughs> what if you know like all these other things? And that ended up not being the case. Like my eyes were completely open to just how many opportunities I had at the other side of that. Um, and I think it's it's like it's important to. I think for me anyway, for as a woman, to say that because I think sometimes, especially girls, when you're younger and you're more naive and you're a little bit stupider and then you grow and you become a little bit more like, oh, actually, you know what? I don't like this. I think sometimes we feel like we have to explain why and we owe all these explanations. And I think you can be respectful and professional without going down this rabbit hole where you're like you're trapped into yeah. trying to over explain like you owe something to someone yeah and I, and I don't think people need to over explain look i think there's always a balance like whatever yeah 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 i think that's why i'm emphasizing respect yeah too. like i think there's a like any relationship and also the rep and actor relationship there needs to be obviously communication throughout and you're learning about each other what you expect how you communicate all that type of stuff if you don't communicate anything, yes, and and then you're like, and they didn't know what you needed or wanted mm-hmm. or looked for, and then you drop, for example, but they didn't even know what you want. You didn't communicate anything, and again, it depends what it is. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But it, like, so it's important to say what you expect, what you like, what you want, and then if they can meet you there or if if they can adjust whatever the problem is, there's room for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's certain things, obviously, that I, I do think there's certain things when the trust is broken, the trust is broken. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and everyone's threshold for that is different. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, again, subjective. You know, and don't let anyone tell you <laughs> this is where the threshold is. It's like, yeah, I think I think there are certain areas that are automatic, just no trust that's gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's for me. You know, maybe for someone else it wouldn't be. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's for yourself. But you, you also need to communicate and realize that the other person, the actor and the rep, are also two people. Yeah. And people aren't perfect. They miscommunicate. <laughs> they, they don't say the right thing always. They say something that gets taken a different way, which is not how they meant it. Maybe mm-hmm. the rep says something that gets taken away for the actor takes it a different way. Yeah. And now they think something. Or maybe the actor communicates something and the rep's like, oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why it's important to over communicate in that way and to communicate about when things like that pop up. I think just like any relationship, friendship or, you know, marriage or whatever, yeah. like when things pop up, you got to be able to talk about it and go from there. Now, if you're two people and you're talked about it and you just cannot agree and you still like are clashing and it's just not working, then it's not working. You yeah. know what I mean? Then, 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 yeah. Then it's time to leave. You know, and it's best for both of you to be honest. <clears throat> yeah. You know what I mean? Because that that's obviously the case. Because there's there's people that have completely different beliefs than each other. We all do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if there's certain things that are just super incompatible, usually you'll find that out pretty quick. You know yeah. what I mean? But not always. You know, and certain things can come out maybe two years in when something happens, yeah. and all of a sudden these issues come up. Yeah. And you didn't know that. Well, that's okay. Just because you spent two, three years and now you're incompatible and you only realize now that you're incompatible doesn't mean that you can't leave. You can yeah. leave and, 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 and that's okay. You know what I mean? I think in general, that I've said from the beginning, I think for the podcast, I think communication is, the, is the, usually the key to anything. And so yeah. as long as things are clearly communicated, then it's okay. And, and then if you have someone that's trying to make you feel guilty or 
and or some type of manipulation going yeah. on you'll know that like it just feels yeah. wrong if something feels wrong then and, and you can feel that probably something's wrong you know and what I, I mean? also think like you you also learn a lot from a person their initial reaction that was my experience too when you tell them you no longer want to work with them if that first reaction was is the guilt tripping and the trying to manipulate you to change your mind I mean, you've made the right choice. Yeah. But I think also, you know, what you're saying is is true as, as well, that people are not disposable. Like, I'm also not saying that from that angle. I mean, I expressed my, um, I don't know, frustrations or, like, the things that I wanted to <clears throat> see differently um, many times. And I think at, at some point... Like you said, it's just not working and it's okay to go your separate ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but I 100% agree that if you are in the habit of just disposing of people and throwing them away instantly without first telling them, hey, this is what's going on for me, then you're going to find yourself out of people at some point because yeah, you're not going to, you don't know how to keep a relationship. And I think a lot of everyday normal things, like what you said about like it's similar to a marriage or it's similar to a friendship or, it's like, yeah, it's a partnership. So you need, it's like, you need to bring those same lessons as far as like maintaining a friendship, maintaining a relationship to your, to your relationship with your manager. Yeah. And I think that goes for both people, obviously, like, mm-hmm. especially like in entertainment, there's a lot of ego, you yeah. know what I mean? For a lot of people and that website too, obviously, <clears throat> you know what I mean? And I, and I think it's important to keep that in mind and to also make sure that, you know, you're, you're like we were talking about communicating about everything, but also taking responsibility for your, your, your stuff. I see sometimes on both the website and the actor's side that the responsibility gets put on the other person. Like everything's that person's fault. Yes. Or everything's that person's fault. It's a very rare situation where everything's one person's fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's also important to just take responsibility for things. And I think, look, again, if you have trust in the person... And let's say you have frustration because a common thing for people is that they're not, if they don't feel like they're getting out as much as they want to get out. Probably the most common thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And fair enough. Everyone in general wants to get better opportunities. That's just how it is. And that's understandable. You know, but there's a way of dealing with that frustration. Right. You know, you can kind of see the whole picture and have a conversation with your rep and just make sure... We're all doing everything we can and as a team, mm-hmm. not you do this, but like, what can we do to improve here? Like, how do we get more opportunities? Right. You know, does that mean, do I need to maybe update my headshots? Do I, is there a different way of like pitching? I don't know. Like there's different, it's problem solving mode. How do we strategize Yeah, together? instead of blaming mode. And, yeah. and then sometimes because you don't always know what's going on behind the scenes, at least from my perspective, sometimes there have been times where people blame their reps and, and, and they're just like, well, they're not getting me opportunities. Yeah. You know, that's a, but that's a very simplistic way of, 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 of seeing a problem. Right. You know, it's usually it's not that like, simple. When it's like, what has been your result, for example, for the past year on the, on the auditions that you have gotten? Yeah, that's for example, one. That's one thing to consider. That's one thing. And, and maybe you aren't getting that many uh, opportunities. But why is that? We need to figure that out then. Yeah. You know what I mean? And maybe we're adjusting or, and, 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 you know, we can, we can improve it and we can adjust and we're, we're trying to do that together as a team. Yeah. And if it's not blaming, then, then it's fine. You're both responsible for it. 
it's never just your rep's fault. It's never just the actor's fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's you're both working through it together. And then lastly, even if that you're doing everything perfectly, sometimes it's just out of your control. Yeah, you I mean, know it's what I mean? out of your control. Yeah, but like maybe there's a, this season, maybe you got a one, two month period where there just happens to be not that many great roles for you. Mm-hmm. And that's just a timing thing. Yeah. So you also can't, I think you got to be careful in general with panic. Right. So if you have a month or two of slowness, that's slower, it's not automatic panic mode. It's yeah. like figure out, maybe even, maybe you do ask your rep like, hey, is that something like going on? And maybe in di- like, let's say right now, if you're maybe someone that hasn't been paying attention to a lot of these things going on, which is possible for sure, then you would know a, a strike might be happening. Yeah. And because there might be a strike happening, things are really slow. Yeah. Because everyone's very fearful. There's a lot of people not going to production until they know what's going on, mm-hmm. which makes sense from a business standpoint. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of that going on. But if you didn't know that, well, then you might be like what's going on or you might blame someone like oh my rep's not getting me auditions right you know but maybe right now there's there's not a lot going on in general so again if you if you go into things with asking questions and with the that they're doing their best i think that's just a better place to come from because then you can just be like hey i noticed a little slower is there like something going on industry wise or is there something that i can do or whatever if you come in that way that's nice we like that's a nice way to do it you know what i mean because then we can either problem solve together mm-hmm. and see what we need to figure out you know what i mean or in, i could just tell you hey right now it's super slow because the strike might be happening in three weeks or whatever yeah you know what i mean and and then that's factoring in i mean you know? i think we're i think we're segueing also into uh self-awareness and like you know we both it's like a joke like we both talk about therapy all the time to yeah. people that we know and like how much it can change your life and like all these things right but i think one of the things that for which that is true is because i mean when you talk about like like just hearing you it's it's much easier to blame people and victimize yourself than it is to be self-aware and look at yourself and look at like for example so you're not getting a lot of auditions and you contact your manager and they tell you, hey, I've been pitching you for this and it's you're not getting in the room. And say you're not getting in the room for leading leading man auditions. That's not because you have necessarily a bad manager. Maybe it's also time maybe it's also an opportunity for you to confront how you see yourself versus how other people see you. And whether or not like and whether or not that matches. You know, and it's like I once remember reading an article where a casting director told an actor in a workshop this was 10 years ago, 11 years ago that I read this. And she told them, okay, you will never be a leading man, but blah, 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 blah. And she said that the reaction in that actor's face was like they had just destroyed that person. And she was like, but but there's nothing wrong with that. She's like, there are so many good supporting actors or like actors in supporting roles that don't get the opportunity to be a leading lady or a leading guy or whatever because of what they look like. And I think... That's just like one example, but, but also, you know, you might be bitter about like, oh, I have this new thing that I did in my resume. Like, why are you getting me more in the room? But maybe that new thing that you did, nobody cares about. And you're expecting your manager to turn that into some kind of like premium goal that everybody wants to buy, which is not. And that happens more now, you know what I mean? Like, because there's so much content and things are also going faster in terms of how much how many seasons they last and things yeah so it's like it's good and bad it's good in the sense that probably you don't have as high a chance of getting pigeonholed in one thing 
you know, like, oh, they see, they're going to see me as this type. That was a big fear, like, 10 years, even 10 years ago. Um, 10, 15 years ago. I think that's still, I mean, yeah, you, I'm you still in a hole. Yeah, but you won't get always pigeonholed as quickly because there's so much content out there and they're, they're seeing so many different things. They also forget about people quicker. You know what I mean? People get forgotten a lot quicker than in that way. You know what I mean? Not in a negative way. Like, obviously, casting doesn't. You know, if casting's like, yeah. ha, like loves you, they're going to be Maybe the audience The audience. So the audience But the people making shows Yeah, that's forget. different. But the audience does, like, will not see you as this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, unless you do some kind of iconic thing. You know what right. I mean? Obviously, that's different. Like, the friends people, it's, it, it is hard to not see them as friends. Yeah, but Jennifer you know? Aniston does things all the time where it's, I don't think of her as Rachel. No, but like, I think most people like from that generation still see her as, that's Rachel. You know what I mean? At least yeah. at my age. You know what I mean? When I see her, that's the first thing I think about. Oh, that's not you know what, what I, I mean? think, no. Yeah, but it's a different generation. No, even though I, mean? I love Friends. We watch yeah. Friends all the time. But like, yeah. for me, it is. Like, that, like, that's always what I think. You know what I mean? With any of those actors. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I... Oh, but that's so that's so particular, though. Because, yeah, like, that's very particular. <laughs> that's chances like, of you being in the next it's Friends an, an iconic, is iconic wild. show. Also, yeah. weird that a show would still... I don't, I don't know even though I mean, we're talking about the we're talking about the likes of Game of Thrones. Yeah, like that. Things so, like that. So there's things like that, but like I I think there's a, a real freedom in that is that you can do a lot of different things and there's there's not as many things as you would think that are going to hurt you. You know what I so, mean? But like, that goes example, back to what we said all the way earlier on where you don't know what's going to lead to good opportunities. Yes, but to, you know? to play devil's advocate on that just a little bit. I, I, for example, I do find myself right now in a place where like, I will turn down certain auditions, but we've talked, I've talked about this with my agents and my managers, you know what I mean? Or my, yeah, and look, it's case by case scenario. You're in a different stage in your career. I think you have to adjust as your career goes along. But what I'm saying, yes, that's all true. But what I'm saying is I think because of the stage that I am in my career, I also will, I'm more prone to notice like, hey, this role doesn't work out, but we have this role. And then I look at the role and it's like just Spanish. And it's a tiny role. And I'm like, well, no, because I'm also trying to break away from just doing things like Narcos. Yeah. You know what I mean? And because, mm-hmm. like you said, I was part of a show that, that people still talk to me about. People still, if, if anyone says anything to me about, it's usually either that show or Superfly. Yeah, so, and I think that's why it needs to. You, yeah. need, you need to keep adjusting. I think it, it depends where you are in your career. But I have you know? done different things, many, many different things, many different type of characters. But nobody's seen those things as much. They weren't big projects. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and, and so look, and that's different. That's you're, the struggle. Like you're, you're in, that's a, a more different situation in that that's a show that's still talked about and that people see you in that role type of thing. That's different. Right. You know what I mean? So, but like. On the flip side, if you're an actor that only has a couple of credits or a couple of things that not a lot of people have seen, you know what I mean? Then you probably would be more okay with taking these roles because you're still of building. Course, that. You're, yeah. you're like right now, you're trying to get in. You're trying to get in more. Yeah, and I and you're I mean, trying and to I go. You're trying to go in more into a di- in a different direction as well. You want to obviously be in, more English as well. So that makes sense. You have to adjust your strategy. Well, I think it's less about like I know what you're trying to say, but it's it's less that I want to be more English or known for speaking English. I think it's also. I read I read this thing the other day. I didn't read it. I saw it. It was John Leguizamo and someone else oh, right, right, uh, right. I talking. So. I can't remember her name right this very second, but she's very popular. Um, and they were talking about how like 
what the type of roles are as a Latina actor or as a Latinx actor. And I laughed and I still think about it and laugh because I've played every single one of those tropes. I've played a cop. I've played in a drug something. I've played a stripper. <laughs> I've played uh, a mistress. I've played all the the like quintessential stereotypes, tropes of Latinas, you know what I mean? And then it's like, for me, I think I, because something also changes in actors at some point in their career where mm -hmm. it's like, yes, you want to work and yes, you want to have um, fun and a career or whatever, but things also start losing, um, not meaning, but it starts being less fulfilling when, when you realize that you consistently fail the same quota in a project. Well, plus, like, at that point also, maybe it doesn't even help your career anymore because maybe they're just cookie-cutter, shallow characters that are just, like you said, the tropes of the characters. Yeah. And, yeah, that probably doesn't add a lot to your career anymore. I mean, the other know? day I didn't want to send in an audition because I was like, this is really... I told, I told my manager verbatim, I was like, look, I look at my tape and I find it really boring. And he's like, I'm going to tell you a secret. The character is really boring. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's really hard to find a way to make this enticing. And he was like, look, if you don't think this makes you look good, we're not going to send it. But I'm in a place where I can do that now because I also used to say yes to everything, even if it meant that I needed to learn 30 pages, which would happen back in the day when you had five auditions the next day in person, you know? Yeah, and I think that's why it's important to know where you're at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think, <clears throat> I think if you start to have choices in what you want to pursue, mm. that's when you need to start adjusting your strategy and what you, you accept, you know what yeah. I mean, and what you want to go for. Obviously, someone starting out would be a very different situation than where you're currently at. Because you wouldn't be all of a sudden saying no to all these things when you're starting out. Yeah. Because you're just trying to get in the door right now. Of course. So, but once you're in the door, yeah, then you, you maybe you don't want to just keep doing roles <clears throat> that add zero to your career. You know what I mean? I think that's why you, you, you talk about these things and you figure out what's good. So on the flip side, also if there's a role that's fully Spanish, that's an amazing role, you would do an amazing role. Yes, you know? but I think I've <clears throat> I've also, like, I think that's been a part of the conversations that I've had with my team. I'm like, look, if it's a very good role in Spanish, yeah. absolutely. Tomorrow I'll be there on set. Like, let's go, you know? But if it's something that doesn't add any value to me as an artist and also would just be like, you know, just a whatever thing, just to what? To say that I'm still working? I, I personally don't find any value yeah, in that Yeah, and, and look, I think that, that makes sense. And, yeah. and, and you, I know you talk to your team about stuff like that. So, like... I think, again, it's, it's you want to talk to your team about these things. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, in th that, those scenarios, they're on the same page, and that's fine. Maybe if there was a role, and, and you're like, oh, the Spanish role, but they're like, well, it's this director, you know what I mean? And maybe it's a humongous director. Maybe there is still, like, a use for that. You know what I mean? I think that's why you, ha you talk about things and see why. And, and like you, you know? said, you take everything as it comes, as it presents itself. Yeah. Like, this isn't also, like oh, I'm on this high horse because I deserve better now. It's like, no, it's just, like, it's also, like, at some point, like, you see this all the time, like, Jennifer Lawrence is coming back and she's doing, like, a comedy. Yeah. And, like, for a really, we've never seen her do that. She's always done really serious things. And I think it's also because of her, she's, I mean, she's in an insane place where she can really choose, you yeah. know? So she's thinking to herself, no, I want to have fun. I want to explore this. I want to show this new side of me. But I think... To go back to, like, manager, actor, like, um, 
like what would you say or what's your take or your like advice on like with an actor that's not at that place yet that is kind of like desperately trying to grasp at that type of control like what do you do in that scenario like is that like is that like for example is that for you like something that you debate whether or not you're going to continue working with this person I think it depends you know I think yeah if it's something that's constantly coming up and we've had conversations about it right and and it's just some kind of ego thing that's not going away then yeah it wouldn't make me excited to keep working together you know what right. i mean because it just at that point starts becoming a bit of a headache you know because i also don't want to be convincing someone into auditions all the time you know what i mean so that that wouldn't, right that, that also would, like you've already done the work yeah so I, that's that's a lot of wasted work so it depends if we're on the same if we're on a completely different page that's another reason where things don't work you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's say, and and it's not to say either person knows better. They don't. I could right. be wrong too. You know what I mean? Obviously, but like maybe like I think, hey, you should still be taking these roles for where you are right now in your career. Yeah. When we're a step further, then I think we should stop <clears> doing <throat> these. Maybe that person thinks they're further along in that way, and they don't want to do any of that and stuff. But also, but they're not get, all of a sudden not getting a lot of opportunities. Yeah, that's not great. You know what I mean? Because right. in my eyes, I'm like, well, you're not getting any opportunities, though. And in my eyes, like, it's better that you work more so more people start seeing you. So you have you start having options. Right now, you right. have no options. Yeah. And when you start having options, it's completely on the same page. I know this is not what you want to do exactly. But we need to get to a place where you can have options. You yeah. know what I mean? And, I, and so I think it depends. If we're completely on the wrong page together and neither one of us wants to budge from it or change our belief, then at that point, you just don't work together. You know what I mean? Yeah. That wouldn't make sense. You know what I mean? And, and for both. You know what I mean? I also think that the actor could also find someone that is on the same page with mm -hmm. them. And maybe that works for them there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, th I think that's important to know also from, from a rep pers like perspective too. It's like we could be working as hard as we can if whatever <clears throat> reason something's not syncing up here. You know what I mean? And we're not getting the opportunities that you want or whatever. Then if you go somewhere else, maybe it does work somewhere else better. Maybe they see you differently or have a fresh spin on it or whatever it is. You know yeah. what I mean? There's a multitude of reasons. <clears throat> and again, it's just like the actor thing. It's not a personal thing. Yeah. It's for whatever reason something clicks more. Just like when they cast someone for whatever reason that just fit more. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not about you as an actor. It's not about you as a rep. It's just a fit. You know what I mean? And I think that's really important. So it goes both ways. Like you both can't take it always personal. Also, yeah. there are things that are personal. You know, I, I'm also, I'm not a huge believer in the whole like, uh, it's just business type of thing. I mm -hmm. think these relationships are actually pretty personal. Well, I was going to segue into that. That yeah. like, I think what you're also, what we're also saying is that personality has a lot to do with it. Like yeah. there could be, I like I could have sat down with some manager that didn't think too much of me. Whereas I could sit with a different person who's like, oh wow, I really like your vibe and I feel like we're going to work great together, you know? And I think that, I know I know my manager told me that he, that like it's, it's almost like a non-negotiable, like whether or not that person's personality he thinks is going to be good for the industry. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. I, and, and I think, um, and, and again, subjective, what he thinks, right? Yeah, is going to yeah, be good. But it's like, for example, if you're a hot mess and you're, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, whatever that, that could mean to someone else. It's like, yeah, maybe someone isn't going to work with you. And I've heard many reps, like not just reps that I've had. I've heard many reps that other people that I just know that 
have said like, no, I, I mean, I respect that actor, but I would never work with them because they seem to have a hard type of personality. And I think, um, the thing is like, sometimes people do like it, it, it is a very specific kind of relationship because at the same time, people call you to like seek also some kind of like emotional validation. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's also a very emotional relationship in that way. Yeah. So it's, it is personal. I think whenever someone yeah. is just business, like, no, it's not really just business. This isn't just business. Yeah. So it's also very personal. That's also why I think things need to be handled with some level of sensitivity. Yeah. You know what I mean? With some level of emotional awareness. You know what I mean? I don't think you can just coldly do things uh, because that's disrespectful to both sides. Right. You know what I mean? Like both people are doing a lot of work. The actors putting a lot of time and effort into their auditions, which takes a lot of time. You know what I mean? And yeah. then the reps doing a lot of effort into trying to get auditions and pitching, and that takes a lot of time. Mm -hmm. So it's a little different than a standard business. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of unpaid work on both sides going on yeah. until you both get to where you want to be. Yeah. Or you get that series reg that you're trying to get. Then everything's great for a while. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But again, even that, it's not guaranteed. It's just going to keep going up. No. You could get that, then there's a dip. Then you get something great, dip. Like I think that's the frustrating part for most people is that there's times where you think, oh, I'm safe now. You know what you're I mean? Never I, safe, I, guys. <laughs> like it's never like that. Like it, it's always going to go up and down. Like just yeah. like anything in life, it's always just going to go up and down. And and I think the thing is to not as hard as it is, is to try to not take it, like, personally either way. Mm. When things are going good, you're not God. Like, you're not amazing. You're not yeah. the, like, ama most amazing thing I've ever seen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Things are going good, great. When things are going bad, you're also not the worst. You know what I mean? You're not, like, the worst person. You're not the worst actor. Yeah. It, like, it doesn't, it doesn't say anything about you what the success is at. Yeah. You know, those are a lot of different factors at work. The only thing that you can control is your work ethic, your willingness to communicate, improve, do all those things. And then, yes, there's a lot of things out of your control. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're, and you're, and a lot of it's just going to be your attitude towards these changes. And your attitude you know? towards yourself, if I've learned anything. And your attitude towards yourself. Yeah. yeah. Also just being like nicer to yourself and not going like as much as you can, not trying to go as up and down with everything. Well, it's also up, you know, because it's, it's easy to give this advice when you're down. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because people are open to hearing it then. Right. You know what I mean? But same goes when you're high. If you're on a hot streak, it doesn't all of a sudden mean that you're just untouchable at this yeah, point. Yeah, you're not hot shit. Yeah, like it, it's, it, it, things are going well, great. You know what I mean? And enjoy that. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, but just also keep in mind that that's not guaranteed to stay that. That's always why, like, be appreciative of where you're at because you don't know what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, and that's know? why also, you know, think about what changes you want to make and why when you're at your most successful. You know, like what we were talking about, like, oh, are you just going to drop your manager that's been working well with you because you're all of a sudden have some kind of success? Like that also wouldn't be necessarily very smart you know yeah and, and look a lot of self-awareness comes into that too and also yeah i mean we're talking about like, yeah, this getting is like, to know yourself yeah it's like very almost therapeutic because like i also feel like obviously there's a lot of people that their their self-esteem goes up and down depending on their success mm -hmm. so obviously really unhealthy you know what i mean but it's also dangerous for for the people involved because when that person does have a lot of success and then maybe they do leave. They go for what they think is bigger. 
or maybe someone talks to them and can talk them into something because now they're like they're getting all these hangers on or on the flip side they get bad hanger bad friends or bad hanger on that, that try to take advantage of them that also happens when people come up like people lose their money because other people try to take it from them basically oh yeah like so there's all kinds of things for things but like if, if and that's why it's probably worse to break through super early in your career when you don't know who you are you know what I mean? Because I mean, that's, that's really any hard. young actor. Yeah, that's really hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I think, it, you know, it's really important to know, to know who you are, that you're grounded in yourself. That's and, and that you realize, good or bad, your career isn't saying anything about you as a person. You're like, it's nothing about you as a person. It's what you're doing. It's your career. You know what yeah. I mean? And you can take pride in that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can take pride in the work that you do. You know what I mean? But I, I think there's a difference between reading too much into the level of success. Right. Because even, there's, you could do an amazing acting job, even an amazing show, that, or, or at least your part's amazing, that for whatever reason isn't successful. Mm-hmm. That doesn't negate that you did a great job. For whatever, or yeah. movies. Let's say movies are a good example. Maybe the movie was marketed terribly. Yeah. And maybe the movie's actually really good. Yeah. But the marketing was horrendous. Or it just didn't you know? land in the site, guys, like in that moment. Yeah, or it didn't land, timing-wise didn't, yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? It doesn't negate that you're, that you're not a good actor or that you didn't do great work there. And on the flip side, too, you could be in a movie that does amazing where you did a pretty average job acting. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, look, I also think what we're saying as well is, like, to take it even further, like, I've been on jobs where I then watched the, like, the guest star that I did, or the whatever that I did, or even Narcos, or Superfly, and, like, all these other things that are more well-known, where I saw scenes got cut, and I didn't think to myself, oh, I suck as an actor, you know what I mean? It just, it's just, oh, that's unfortunate, I really like that scene, but for whatever reason, they didn't think it worked in the show, or whatnot, Mm -hmm. and I think I, all of those things, like, taught me two things, and one is that, for you as an actor, like, you need to get something from the audition process itself. You need to get, like, the reward has to be the performing. So, like, if you're on set and you had an amazing scene, um, I know a guy who was in a movie with Kate Blanchett and his whole part got cut. Like, that is painful. painful. Yeah, painful. You know what I mean? And, for example, it's like, but he, he had a very positive attitude about it. And I know it's for a good, fact yeah. he's doing Broadway now. Yeah. So it's like, it's not like his whole life went to shit. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm sure he learned a lot from Kate Blanchett. Yeah. You know? And I think like for, you know, when you're devastated that something that you did got cut or whatever, I think that's also like, again, we keep talking about, now we're talking more mental health, but it's like, why are so, why are you so disappointed? I think, you know, why are you listening to this podcast? Because you're trying to figure out how to get a manager to be famous. Why do you want fame? Why do you want this attention? Yeah, look, that's why probably do a good, good question to, to, to ask yeah. yourself before you go too deeply into the career. Is, yeah, figure out why you want to be an actor. Do you think you're a loser mm-hmm. and one day you're going to be famous and all of a sudden you're going to be cool? Like, you know what I mean? Because those are all the wrong reasons to get into this industry. Well, you're going to get and, very bitter. Yeah. Well, but also, let alone bitter, if it, if it works out for you, you're going to find yourself at a place where you have everything you want and it's still not good enough and you're still miserable and you're still sad and all of these things. So, like, you know, this career isn't some kind of, like, magic ticket and your manager isn't your magician that kind of just, like, you know, makes Disneyland happen for you either. That'd be cool, yeah. <laughs> Would it? Yeah, but, um, <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's good, and you know, to quote everything, everything, everywhere, all at once, nothing matters. Yeah, because <laughs> watching it was amazing. <laughs> but anyway, it's true to that in the sense that 
don't read too much into all this like career wise you know yes it's what you're passionate about yes it's what you want to do and you're creating but it, what i mean by that is don't let it say anything about you as a person you could be separate as you as a person from your art i know that's really yeah. hard for artists because a lot of artists are really intertwined with that yeah you know what i mean which, which I, I understand that but it really doesn't say anything about you're not a bad person you're not quote-unquote a loser or whatever or anything negative like that with however your career is going mm -hmm. you're also not the most amazing human being walking the planet when you're having success yeah you know what i mean like you could actually be a pretty horrendous person and have a lot of success yeah you know what i mean so it doesn't mean anything about you as a person and hopefully that's still the priority um you know as much as possible you know and as, and as good as we can do that we'll try to do our best in that way yeah, and I think if you're already an actor or you're interested in anything kind of entertainment or you're already dabbling in it and you're listening to this, like the only guarantee that I've learned and I'm sure that like you, you can agree with is that like uncertainty is the certainty. Like that is what you get. Like it is never, you know, I always, there was sometimes where I thought like, oh, now it's going to be easier. And the thing is, it wasn't easier. Now there were new problems um, and new things to solve and new things to get over and new things like all like all these things you know and at the same time if you are taking this seriously and if you do want to go into this career it's also like a big opportunity to like get to know yourself from that vantage point of like why do I want this and the irony of that is like the more that you can detach from wanting it it's like the more free you can be in actually creating and potentially actually have a better career yeah but ironically you know I mean? but ironically yeah, you don't have to you can't approach it from wanting to have a good career yeah that's the hard part like generally like you could say that and then someone would be like okay so i gotta not care to have success okay let me try and they're to gonna try care. really hard not to care yeah so that, that that's i'll yeah. see that from work but like you know but like yeah i you you do want that if you can get to that level of freedom and, I, and you know just i don't know how to get there there's every, there's different ways to get there mm -hmm. i mean i'm a big proponent of therapy but that's just one way there's yeah. other ways to get there you know what i mean and i i, I only know that way and maybe some other ways i mean i know everyone actors has their own way like my like um atil was telling me that like he has a client that every now and then he's just like okay my phone, everything, email, yeah, I'm going to be completely unresponsive. I'm going to go, he goes on these hikes okay, yeah. where like there's no signal, there's no nothing, which sounds terrifying to me as a woman, yeah. <laughs> but, but he goes on these like kind of like soul expeditions yeah. in nature and like, look, there's something super humbling about nature. I mean, I get that a little bit when I'm traveling and I disconnect. I mean, you know that, you know. It's, there's something nice and inspiring about life where you are, you're also able to realize that there are things that are more important than becoming, I don't know, like a star or something. Yeah, and look, and I think as an, art, <laughs> as an artist or an actor, like in that area, part of your job is to like also take care of yourself mentally. Because mm -hmm. to produce your best work and, and that you need to be as much as possible in a good place you know yeah. or at least in a freeing place because imagine you feel super constricted yeah it'd probably be pretty tough to get your best acting performances yeah, if you feel super like if you feel really pressured now to book to get a call back to yeah or you're like you're putting pressure on audition like i need this job i need yes. this job 
it's like yeah very tough to 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 get it then you know what i mean probably yeah because you're not approaching it from even like a creative free standpoint you're approaching it from this like very fixated narrow perspective that is probably hindering you yeah and look and there's financial realities which is real, especially in la hard in that way yeah and so especially combining it with the auditions that take a lot of time and having a day job that's flexible but you know doesn't probably pay super high because of the flexibility but you need it for that reason so yeah that's hard you know what i mean that's yeah. but you get that, that so you're trying to balance that all the time you know what i mean and trying to balance all of that while still maintaining that mentality that you can be free in your auditions that's really challenging you yes. know what i mean so i think i think that's really hard so i think you know i think we talked about some ways to do that and some things but you know, there, are, there are also ideas you have to find out for yourself what works you know what i mean and, and it can be different for everyone but yeah i think i think it's definitely worth exploring and, and keep looking to find that so that you can both obviously live financially yeah and be free when you do your work and not attached to the result if you can find that balance you're doing great you know yeah. what i mean and you probably won't always maintain it because it's very hard and you're human so yeah so you, you're just gonna always be trying to get back on balance boom boom and you're falling off and and, and that's fine that's everyone and also you know? like that's life and that's also how you learn you know you don't learn from things always going good no and i think the most point is just not shaming yourself you know yeah. like you're trying your best you know what i mean and 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 and, and you keep being curious and learning and, and you keep adjusting and and that's it you know what i mean that's as much as you can do there's not much else you can do well, thank you so much for sitting on the couch with me and taking time out of your really busy day. Um, I think... Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, I hope that this answered a lot of the questions that you guys might have about seeking a manager or representation as an actor or an artist in general in LA or wherever you are. And I guess what we're saying is go to therapy as well. That'd be great. <laughs> big proponent of therapy <laughs> i think we both are i mean that's the whole gist of this podcast but yeah, I mean, for real we're, i mean i think it's 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 changed my life i know it's changed yours and it's actually because of him that i took it more seriously i feel like you gave me permission you were very like yeah yeah try it and it was like the only person in my life that was like yeah everybody else was like why are you gonna do therapy yeah look, sa crazy sa same same as with everything else what works for me or her it doesn't necessarily work the same way for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I, I personally think therapy works for everyone, but find the right therapist and the right kind of therapy and for the you. right type of therapy. There's so many a lot. now. Yeah. Is yeah, that's that's its own. It's just like acting classes or act whatever you do for acting. There's different ways to get to the same place. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and, and you can figure out for yourself. But yeah, I definitely think it's worth trying. But, you know, when, when you're open to it, I think you'll explore it. You know, I don't, I don't think anyone can convince you. And I don't think I'm at the point anymore of, like, trying to convince people. And you got to do it. It's like, you yeah. Were, you I were would, a pioneer for a while. Yeah, I was for a while. But <laughs> that didn't work very well. <laughs> I think now I'm just like, it works for me. This is what's worked for me. It's been life-changing. And if somehow that makes you at least think about it, awesome. I highly recommend it. But I also know you got to be ready for for it to actually try mm -hmm. you know what i mean everyone's on their own timeline obviously so yeah but every time i i we record a podcast i always hope that the person that needs to hear it will find it you know because um i know podcast 
like like I was gonna say read, but this isn't written. Yeah. Um, but just you know, it's a very like personal conversation that we're having, you know. And I think sometimes it makes people feel safe or realize that it they can ask for help. Yeah, I think that's that's what's cool about nowadays what's happening with like mm -hmm. podcasts and, and people talking about it more openly, at least at least in these areas of the world. You know what I mean? Um, and so it's like becoming more normal to talk about it, which I think is getting more people to do it. Yeah. Because I remember even when I started, which was seven, six, seven years ago, it wasn't that open even at that time yet. So it's, it's a relatively new thing in, in how open it's being talked about. Well, it's also not open so. based on like what generation your parents might be also. Like people in your family or your culture could think it's weird and that's just the reality. Yeah, for sure. That's, a, that's, that's normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think... So I think, I think, you know, I, I think there's a lot more resources available now and a lot more information available now. And then, you know, it's just about finding what information works for you. Yeah. You know, and that's hard. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, well, I'm going to go drink water because I keep clearing my throat. But thank you guys for listening and I'll see you next week.